Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Friday. It is April 5th. It is 2019. We have 13 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Yes, I said it's April 5th. And yes, I said there's 13 basketball games. Joined by my main man, Will, Chief Justice of Six. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, boy, doing great. Uh, I'm going to try to not talk as much in the beginning. I do want to say congrats uh, once again. I know you kind of put it out there on Twitter, but man, you know, the show's still going strong. I'm super stoked to to be a part of the new year, the, uh, a part of the show, and just congrats, man. This this has been a staple, and I know it's been a big accomplishment for you, so uh, just shout out to you for, for the morning grind. Stay in the course, man. I've missed six episodes. I figured it out earlier. I've missed six episodes, so Three years, ready for the fourth year, excited. Um, as I said on Twitter, I appreciate all the listeners. Um, I appreciate everybody that contributes. You know, you, Bobby, Grant. Um, I know I'm going to forget people. JSU, um, Kill a Bee, you know, The Siege for a long time, El Jefe, Beer Makers fan, Notorious, SPK. There's been a bunch of them. I know I forgot some people. I know Derek Cardi's been on. Um I, I know I'm forgetting people, but everybody that's been on, there's been so many and so many great people that have come on the podcast. It's just, it's really awesome. So three years down, um, hopefully we get like three more, like let's keep it rolling here. Um, we're going to get started on this slate, but before we do, wouldn't be possible to talk each and every day to you guys. If, if it wasn't for fantasydraft.com, sponsors of the podcast, uh, head on over there, check them out. Bunch of stuff going on on fantasy draft today. They got NBA, they got MLB stuff up. They're rolling here. If you're multi-entering and you don't want to mass multi-enter, it's a really good site for you to check out. Um, it's a site that limits the mass multi-entering. And to, uh, it's usually like eight to ten um, entries. So if you're wanting to multi-enter and you're not wanting to play against 150 teams, Fantasy Draft, you know, you're not going to go over there and, and get rich one night. But if you play the course and you play the season over there, could definitely build a nice bankroll um, using fantasy draft and not playing against 150 teams. So, well, I'm going to jump right in because we have so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. Toronto at Charlotte is where we start. McCall is out. Marvin Williams and Cody Zeller are both out. There's no total on this one. I would not be shocked now um, that the Bucks have clinched. That number one seed, I would not be shocked if we see the Toronto Raptors, who have nothing to gain now, win or lose. Um, they have nothing to lose. Sit some people down here. Uh, what are we doing with the Raptors at full strength and if they start sitting some people? Oh, fading this whole team. Listen, we're going to keep this one short and sweet. I won't play any Toronto Raptors today, period. I don't care if they sit Kawhi, Lowry. I, I, I'm just going to fade them. Um, that's, that's the approach I'm taking here. Big slate, you could certainly do that. Uh, I think if you're playing people, it's Van Vliet and it's Danny Green. If Kawhi and Lowry start to get ruled out, Marcus All, like, 
you know, we've been playing Siakam, but I think they're going to kind of be careful with his minutes too. So um, you got to be careful here. These teams have nothing to play for now. Now, you know, they're going to play these three games, just kind of going through the motions and, you know, giving some guys some rest. So even if Toronto plays everybody, it becomes an easier fade because I doubt they'll play those guys like a ton of minutes, um, especially not being in Toronto either here. Charlotte, um, Charlotte is still not officially out yet. Um, <laughs> they lose, they're out, they win, or or Orlando wins. Orlando gets beat by Atlanta here, they'll technically be out. Um, anything on the Charlotte side that we want to play? Um, man, I, I wish I could play them. I, I don't. So Miles Bridges is a guy I've been playing. I've gotten him wrong like one time, but I don't even know if I need him here. Um, Charlotte's going to have a lot of guys out again, I think, and maybe, maybe Kaminsky get some extra run, but I, I don't, I don't really want to play anyone from Charlotte today, man. I just, I, I've got a couple games that I'm going to key in on. So in this 13 game say I've really compressed my player pool and, uh, I sad to say, I, I know I'm not going to be multi-entering. So I'm just, I'm going to have to fade Charlotte today. My man Trout, my man. Um, um, yes. Yeah, like so. Yes. Her- yes. <laughs> Hernan Gomez is a guy that I played against New Orleans the other night, and obviously I got it wrong. Um, a very rare, like it was just random. Like he he had started to see his minutes increase against Golden State and Utah. They get into that game against New Orleans, and all of a sudden the minutes are away. I don't mind on the large field tournament, maybe looking at him, you know, Zeller and Williams are out. Um, you know, he just didn't make any baskets in that game the other night. So could have been the reason there could have been a bunch of different reasons, but you know, Hernan Gomez is a guy that I don't mind playing in large field tournaments, but not, not like a necessity. San Antonio at Washington. We have a 227 total here. Um, San Antonio favored by six in this game. Bellinelli is questionable. Ariza and Jabari Parker are ruled out along with the guys that have been out for a while here. Will, what are we looking at when it comes to the San Antonio Spurs? Oh, boy. Well, look, you know, I I feel like San Antonio may get to Washington here, and, and I'm bringing that up because I know Washington – they're going to start limiting Bradley Beal. He's a guy we've been playing. Uh, you know, kind of looking at the standings, you know, uh, San Antonio is in the eighth spot. And all they can do right now is kind of fight with OKC and, and maybe the Clippers if they lose uh, to try to fight for seeding uh, on whether they play Golden State or, or Denver or Houston. So I, I'm not sure if they even care at this point. Uh, so, you know, maybe, maybe uh, you look at Derek White, his price has decreased. Uh, obviously, DeRozan is 77 going against Washington. I, I, I don't hate that at all. Um, and then you've got uh, LMA at 8,200. We know what centers have been doing in Washington. I don't like that price on this slate. I think we could do better. So, really, the only guys I'm looking at are really DeRozan and White. Um, I But – I'm I'm not thrilled about playing either either one of those guys. Yeah, you know we're at the time of the season where we really want to be focusing on teams that have something to play for. Um, not on not only that, like not even just the teams that have something to play for. We also want to be focusing on young guys that are going to get extra run. And we just look at the San Antonio side; they're in the playoffs. Yes, they could potentially jump the Thunder if they win out and the Thunder loses two games. Um, so yeah, they could jump a spot. 
but does it matter? You're playing the Warriors yeah. and the Nuggets, like you, you know, or Houston if, if 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 the Clippers fail. So it's, it's no, it's no, it's really no win for them. Right. So I think they're going to be kind of careful with the minutes down the stretch. DeRozan's cheap. DeRozan in 30 minutes instead of 35 could get there at this price. But again, it's a 13 game slate. I can be picky. DeRozan, White, potentially um, LMA, I guess. Uh, It's just probably don't end up with any of these guys here. Washington side of things, you pretty much talked about it. Like Bradley Beal only played 22 minutes his last time out. We're going to probably start to see them, you know, watch the minutes of these guys. It's really tough because when when you think about it, like, I think if it wasn't a 13-game slate, I think we'd be talking about a guy maybe like Troy Brown or McGray. Um, Jordan McGray is interesting, right? Like, if we're looking at value, we know that Parker is not going to play. If Beal's minutes are going to be limited, does McGray – you know, pique your interest at all here? I think he does at 4,100. Uh, and, and really, I think the reason why is his minutes have actually been pretty sustained here recently. and He's been producing at this price tag. And and now that I think he's going to be playing with maybe, uh, you know, no Bradley Beal. Obviously, Sadoransky's minutes are going to be limited. Jeff Green isn't playing at all. Uh, he's going to have a chance to go out there with Jason Randall and Thomas Bryan and kind of run around and play a little bit. So I don't, I don't hate Jordan McRae. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I, I don't hate it. I'm not playing Troy Brown at 5k. I can tell you that right now. He's just, I'm not playing him. Another guy that I saw got a slight uptick was Sam Decker. Uh, he played 31 minutes against Chicago. I, I'm not saying he's going to get 31 minutes, but 3,400. I think if you're kind of, if you if you're gonna have a chalky guy at 3,400, maybe he's a nice pivot. Don't hate that. And uh, you know, Thomas Bryan is a guy that I played the other night, and man, did he come through for me. He's 7,500 today. I do think he's still gonna play 35 minutes. Um, the price is very elevated, but if he's gonna get run against the scrubs, then maybe he's a guy you look at. His ownership's gonna be low because he's 7,500 on this slate. Uh, and it's kind of the same thing for Bobby Portis. Portis didn't play a lot. But if he's going to be on the court with lower usage guys, he's just going to thrive. Um, so I think you can consider Portis, but I, I'd much rather play Bryant over Portis on this slate. Yeah, Portis, I played him the other night, but it's just a different kind of slate. Um, I really think the only guy I want to play from Washington is McRae. Um, I could be picky, right? Like, Jeff Green, Jeff Green, you know, rested last time. Um, Parker's out here. Like, he's going to get minutes. So, like, we got to factor him in. And, like, I don't want to play him. But, like, there's just so many. There's there's a lot of young guys on this team, too, that could potentially start to get run. Like, they have Randall um, that could potentially start getting run. So, I think think Randall will play. I read a little blurb that said said basically the GM, they're hitting the restart button or the refresh button. I don't think Jeff Green's going to play tomorrow, even if he's – I think he'll be a DMP CD, but I could be wrong. Fair enough. Um, moving on, Atlanta at Orlando. <laughs> 226 and a half total. Orlando favored by eight in this game. Baysmore is doubtful. Deadman's out. Herter is doubtful. Prince is probable. And on the Orlando side, Mobamba is out and Briscoe is out. Uh, let's start with the Atlanta side. Obviously, this game doesn't matter for them. It does matter for the Orlando Magic. Um, Atlanta, what are we doing here with all these guys kind of banged up? 
man, this game does not matter for Atlanta, but it matters for Atlanta. Uh, these guys have been playing hard down the stretch. I don't know if their coach gave them some pep talk, but they've really been playing hard, man. Like they have not decided to lay down and die at the end of the season. So I, I like Trey Young. I mean, listen, no secret. I love stacking up against Atlanta and with Atlanta. This is probably one of my favorite games on the slate. Uh, I, I Exposure to Trey Young, check. Uh, exposure to uh, John Collins, check. Uh, those, are the, those are the two big guys here. I think those are the guys you can look at. Uh, I don't hate Alex Lynn, but I think with Collins being back, I think they're going to give Collins the minutes if he can play them. Um, and so, I, you know, th those are just kind of the guys I want to look at. I don't mind, you know, a Bembry. I don't mind a Herder. But really, it's just, just Trey and Collins for me. Yeah, I, I don't mind Anderson or Bembry here. With, yes. with, Herder, with Herder and Bazemore both doubtful, I think you could potentially look at those guys. There's also the narrative that, like, Vince Carter might actually retire this year. And, like, he's from Daytona. So, like, this might be, like, his final hurrah, and, like, he plays 25-plus minutes, which hurts Bray or Anderson. Like, I don't think I'd play Vince here unless he's, like, min salary on FanDuel as maybe a potential punt. But we, we saw him the other night uh, against San Antonio. He got 28 minutes. Like, I would not be shocked if Vince Carter plays a lot in this game for what it's worth. Hey, I got you, man. Listen, I've played Vince at least twice this year. And he's come through for me both times. So, listen, if you get any inkling that Vince Carter, you know, might be might be dialing, dialing it up, going back to the pool of youth and is going to play 30 minutes, I'm all in on Vince. All in. Um, the Orlando side, obviously one of my favorite teams to target on this slate. Um, you know, they're playing for something. There are still three spots up to up in the east that are still within five teams reach um if we look at it the pistons the nets the magic the heat and the hornets all still fighting for those last three playoff spots so coming down to the wire here in the east the orlando magic if they win out they're in um it's as simple as that so obviously you you think that they want to handle their business here when it comes to the atlanta hawks i like vooch i like gordon i like fournier i like terrence ross um, I will definitely be looking at potentially stacking the Orlando Magic. I don't know if I'd play three, but I really do think you could play two here, just trusting that they're going to play the minutes. They have to win this game. Yeah, uh, I think it starts with Vooch and Gordon, man. And let, let me just say, shout out to Aaron Gordon. If you just kind of look over his past month, He's had a few, you know, pretty low-scoring games, like a 21-point fantasy game and a 13-point fantasy game. Um, and, and, and really the 13-point game was against Memphis and the, the 21 was against Toronto. Outside of that, he's been nothing short of spectacular from a fantasy perspective, from a real-life perspective. Uh, so I, I don't mind firing up Aaron Gordon in this spot. He's probably my favorite Orlando Magic outside of Vooch. Um I also don't mind Terrence Ross. I do think he's a little bit more expensive now. Um, and I do think that Fournier is a little bit more expensive, so I don't really want to play him. Uh, I do think this could be a potential Michael Carter-Williams upside game, um, you know, in, in 20 to 25 minutes. I think he could get 30 here. So I think I think my third Magic player, if I was going to kind of go a little off the board, I think I'd go Vooch, 
Gordon and Michael Carter Williams. And I think that would that would be the way I would I would go if I was kind of going to approach a three two build with this game. Yeah, there's just so much to like here. Um, you know, it's a 13 game slate in April, but again, they're playing for something, so we can kind of trust what's been happening here. Um, like the Michael Carter Williams call, um, he's been a great addition for the Orlando Magic. I know he's he's been up and down throughout his career, and you know, dealing with injuries and stuff. But it was a it was a great it was a great sign. Um, I think Coach Clifford likes him because we had him in Charlotte for a while. You know that. That's good. Uh, you know, when he's healthy, he's fine, right? Like it's just it's a health thing. Like yeah. Uh, Miami at Minnesota, two seventeen total. Miami favored by two in this game. Josh Richardson is out. Uh, Derek Jones is questionable. Covington is out. Dang is out. Gibson is doubtful. Rose is out. Teague is out. Uh, Miami, the other team, one of these other teams that got to win every game. Um, they're on the outside looking in right now, so. I think this is a spot that the Miami Heat are interesting. They get a team in Minnesota that doesn't play a lot of defense, and Goran Dragic has has shown the upside to you know win you tournaments. I, I think he's where you start your your love here for the Miami Heat. Yeah, man i I want to play the Heat. I just feel like they're all so awkwardly priced for me. I mean, you got Bam at sixty five, Kelly O at fifty four. Uh, James Johnson is 46, not playing a whole bunch of minutes. Justice Winslow is 58. I think they're trying to limit him because of the injury. Just, man, and then you got D-Wade, which is the most expensive heat of the guards or or of the heat period at 6,600. As much as I want to play them because I know they're playing for something, I just don't like the prices on these guys. So I, I think I'm with you. About the only guy, two guys I think I would play would be Drogic and, and maybe Bam because Bam gets a, a, a matchup with, with Carl Anthony Towns. But I, I'm just not thrilled about the pricing on these guys. All I know, all I know is make sure if you're playing NBA DFS Tuesday, the 9th of April – you play Dwayne Wade. All I'm going to say, I know we will talk about it on the podcast on Tuesday, but mm-hmm. I am already letting everybody know, I don't care if he is 9K, I am playing Dwayne Wade on Tuesday, April 9th, his last game in Miami. I know they play a back-to-back in Brooklyn on Wednesday. That means a lot for fantasy or for the NBA standings. But there is absolutely zero chance I do not play Dwayne Wade in his last game in Miami because if they miss the playoffs, he's going to play all all 48 minutes um, in that game. So just throwing that out there already. Yeah. Minnesota side yeah. of thing. Oh, and I want to say, like, white side's kind of interesting if you're playing large field tournaments. Um, Bam is going to start. Obviously, white side's coming off the bench. But, like, this is a spot that Bam could get into some trouble against Carl Anthony Towns, and, like, white side maybe has to play a couple extra minutes. So if you want to just absolute flyer on a 13-game slate, a guy that can put up 40 fantasy points at 5,200, white side is not the worst play here, um, considering that we can potentially play two centers. So Minnesota, what are we doing with the Timberwolves? Oh, boy, I, I like Towns here. I think Towns might be one of the guys that kind of gets lost in the shuffle today. Uh, 10-3, you know, showed us the upside again this last game. So I, I don't hate Towns. 
Uh, Tyus Jones, I still – I mean, he's 5,400. You know, he's played 30, 30 plus minutes back-to-back. Showed us a little upside against Portland. Uh, I, I don't hate that either. Um, but I'm outside of towns, I don't think I'm too interested. I, I still don't mind taking a shot on Okoji, but you know, his minutes have come down a little bit recently, so it's probably just towns for me. It was a fun ride for him, but I think I'm just I'm out on this team. I, I'm not playing anybody from Minnesota. You can play towns, I'm not going to sit here and argue about playing towns, but um, it's a 13 game slate. And I don't want to play anybody from them. So, like, I have plenty of reasons. Miami defense is really good. Miami wants to win this game. They're going to put the dogs out there and um, let them eat. So, uh, for me, I'm just going to kind of stay away from Minnesota in this spot. Boston at Indiana. We have a 215 total. Boston favored by one and a half. Uh, Jalen Brown is doubtful. Morris is out. Collison is doubtful. Wesley Matthews is out. Uh, when we're looking at the Eastern Conference standings, if the Celtics win this game, I think they are locked into the four seed. And if the Pacers win, they're locked into the four seed. I think is how it plays out. Um, could be wrong. But um, Boston, what are we looking at here uh, for, for the Celtics? Man, look, I think this is a big game for these guys. And I know that the 4-5 or five matchup, you're like, what? But it's, it's like we're talking about. Whichever of one of these. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, what, that's what this game is about. And uh, I, so I, I think both teams are going to come out slugging. With Boston, I mean, come on, man. This is the Kyrie Irving show, especially especially if, if Mr. Collison sits. Car, uh, Kyrie should have a field day here. We already think that. Uh, Brown is going to be out as well. Uh, so, you know, Marcus Morris is already out. Gordon Hayward put up a sensational game in 32 minutes the other night. He's 5,600 now, so you'll have to think about it. Uh, I do think the perfect pivot off of him would be a guy like Jason Tatum at 6,100, who's also going to play big minutes in this spot. I think Tatum is, is a favorite of mine today on this slate, even in a tough matchup. Uh, I, I think he's a guy that can just possibly get it done in his first unit with no Morris, uh, you know, kind of him and the Kyrie show kind of kind of going back and forth there. Uh, and then Horford at 6,900, I, I think is a little bit too much. I, I mean, I, look, I know he's, he's been playing great, uh, but I just don't think I want to pay that price for him. We've got some other guys down the line on this slate uh, that, I, that I really like. But Tatum is a guy I do have my eye on this matchup. And I, I think Kyrie is probably one of – one, if not the number one point guard play on the slate, maybe outside of Trey Young. This game has sneaky, sneaky, sneaky tournament upside, and like stacking it with like a two-one or or something is, is certainly something that is very interesting. So I, I do like the Kyrie call. I like the Tatum call, but I I do like Gordon Hayward. Um, he's finally starting to show like when they need him, they that he will be fine. So. Gordon Hayward in the playoffs is certainly somebody I'm going to be looking at um, on this Boston team. The Pacers side of things, if we get news that Collison is not going to play, uh, I think we can play Corey Joseph over there on FanDuel. He's still really, really cheap. Um, I don't know about anything else, really. I think you could potentially maybe you know play Turner or one of these guys if you're stacking two Celtics and you want to run it back. What, what's your thoughts here when it comes to the Pacers? I mean... I, I like some of the Pacers. It, it really just depends on kind of how you want to run your construction. So, uh, 
Miles Turner is a guy like at 7K. I, I just think, you know, with, with, with the upside, he can flash. I, I think he can get the job done here. I think this could be a 50 spot for him uh, if, if they let him play the minutes. Um, and then you've got uh, – Excuse me, I thought I thought I had to burp, guys, and I was going to mute my mute my microphone if if <laughs> I had to. But we've got Tyreek Evans. I think if, if Matthews is out, I do like Tyreek in this spot. I think they'll need him for scoring, and I know he's not priced the greatest. I, I know that, but at forty seven hundred, I do think he's he's got a little room for an upside game in there, um, just because I I think they're going to have to lean on him. It just can't be Bogdan standing in the corner. Shooting threes, he'll have to he'll have to get to the hole, uh, some some dribble penetration. I, I think he'll be good for that. So that's kind of why I like him, but him and uh, and Turner, those are kind of my two guys that I like. All right, moving on, we got New York at Houston, two fifteen and a half total here. Houston favored by sixteen and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kadeem Allen is out. Concussion. DSJ is questionable. Vonley is out. Trier is questionable. Houston, as far as the night before injury report, they're going to play. Um, what are we looking at here on the Knicks? Well, I mean, <laughs> just Fizdale, man. Like, I ended up, I ended up playing Mario Zoni the other night against Orlando oh, just because I the did, news I came out. Too. I did but too. <laughs> <just>. <laughs> Like Fizdale in a nutshell, man. Like that guy. Some of the stuff he does makes zero sense, but whatever. Um, what are we doing with the Knicks? Well, I, so I, I wish I could play Manuel Moutier because of the minutes. I can't pay seven K for Emmanuel Moutier in what should be a blowout. Uh, Dotson at fifty six hundred. He's going to play big minutes again. We think, I, yeah, but but I, but I don't think I can play him. Kevin Knox may play big minutes. Hazonia may play big minutes. I, I I'm not saying I don't want to play any Knicks. I would love to play some Knicks if I knew what their minutes were going to be. On this slate, I don't think I need the Knicks. I I, I think there are just other spots. I'm just going to pass on the Knicks. Just passing on the Knicks. Yeah, like if Cornette starts again, I think you can go back to him. Like if he starts over Hazonia. Oh, boy. Um, right? Like don't we have to trust like whoever he puts in the starting lineup he's going to play? Like, I hope. <laughs> out of nowhere, like Mario Hazonia played like 30-something minutes the other night. Like, yeah, and, but, but, but we didn't play Cornette because we knew he wasn't starting. So I, I'm with you there. Jeez. Yeah, just kind of kind of pay attention to that starting lineup. They're all kind of right. Like Cornette and Mario are in the same price range, so like you can put in um, Cornette at your forward spot, and if, if if he's not starting, then you can play him Mario Zonia. So, I mean, you know, I, I will say this: Mitchell Robinson's got crazy upside at this price point, like crazy upside. I just can't do it against Houston. I can't do it on a thirteen game slate. Um, I, I like Robinson in like we, we have a bunch of big slates to finish the season. They they put all these teams on the same slates, so it, it's inter interesting for you know NBA standings and stuff like that. But like bat Monday, like they don't even play on Monday. Like they finish the season on Tuesday, and Wednesday next week, and they don't even play Monday. So baseball podcast on Monday, full baseball podcast. Stevie's excited. Houston side of things. Um. 
you know, obviously Houston wants to win, but they also want to be smart um, when it comes to this game, right? Like they want to win this game. Portland and Denver are playing each other, which is kind of an interesting spot, you know, as far as the standings go. Golden State's playing Cleveland, so they're going to win. But um, you, you just look at it, and it's just like Houston wants to win this game. But once they get to the point where I think they have a comfortable lead, I don't think we see Harden and and, and Paul and Capella um, when they don't need them if, if this game gets ugly. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I was looking over some minutes today, and I, I don't think any of these starters play more than 30 minutes in this spot. Um, I, I don't think New York has a chance. Houston's at home. I think they're going to come out firing. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it – and that, that doesn't mean that Harden can't get there in 30 minutes, not, not against this team. He could easily put up 65 fantasy points, 70 fantasy points in 30 minutes. Chris Paul could easily put up 40 fantasy points in, in 30 minutes. Um, but let me say this. I do think – there's a road if you, if you nail your value plays. So like the other night, if you get you get a guy like Kazoni at 4K that gets you 40, you get another guy that gets you 40. I do think there's some validity in taking a guy like Harden and locking in 50 to 60 fantasy points or 45 to 60, however you want to view it, in hopes that you really nail your value and get it right. Like I, I – I totally get that, um, especially in this spot. If Harden still is still going for the MVP, maybe he says, "You know what? I'm gonna come out here and cook these guys and go sit on the bench." And um, I, I I like Harden in this spot. I, I think I like him more than anybody else on this team, and I think he's the only one I would play. Harden won the MVP two months ago. Um, <laughs> like, can anybody really argue that like he's not the MVP this season? They had such a terrible start to the season, and like. All of a sudden, Harden just went on this massive run, and like they just weren't losing games. So like, like there's there's an MVP, there's a most valuable player um, to their team, and you know we can always make the argument for certain players being the most valuable players for their team. But Golden State would still win if Curry wasn't there, Durant wasn't there. So, um, if Harden wasn't on Houston, I don't think they'd be the third seed in the West. That's for sure. Detroit at OKC, uh, no total in this one. Blake Griffin is why he is questionable. Kennard is questionable. Um, OKC is good to go as far as what we think. Obviously, I think they they do want to kind of try to stay in front of the Spurs. Maybe like I don't think you want to play the Warriors in the first round if you have the opportunity not to. Who knows? Maybe they don't care and they're just going to play whoever they get. But Detroit wants to win this game. Uh, you know, they're one of those teams in the East that they need to win. They've lost two straight games now. And now, like, this race is really, really, really starting to get tight. Um, what are we doing here with the Pistons? Man, listen, they got to win. Uh, Blake Griffin, not Blake Griffin, uh, Andre Drummond, one of my favorite center plays on the slate. I know it's, uh, you know, going against Steven Adams, but I mean, look. You know, the coach came out and said, look, we got to play him 44 minutes, 45 minutes. We'll play him. They played him 43 minutes against Indiana. He put up 67. Um, I mean, OKC is going to come out swinging here. So if, if Detroit wants to keep up, they're going to have to keep up in this game. If Griffin happens to sit, I, I, I think Drummond is almost in, in a must-play category. 
Uh, I would even I would even be willing to play Reggie Jackson in this spot. Little bit of revenge. Uh, hopefully he can get back to thirty minutes. He played twenty three minutes against Indiana and uh, put up twenty seven fantasy points. Uh, he was in a little bit of foul trouble early, but I, I so I think Reggie Jackson would be a fine player. I mean his usage goes through the roof with no Blake Griffin on the court. So Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond. Those would be the two guys I would just really lean on uh, in this spot. Yeah, like this is a big game for Detroit. They yeah. they finish the season really, really simple. They get Charlotte, Memphis, and New York to finish the season after this game. So if they can win this one, they kind of control their own destiny um, as far as the rest of the season goes. So you have to kind of think that this is a game they have circled that they just need to go out and get the job done. So um uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn plays the the Bucks. I think tomorrow. I think that's one of the two NBA games tomorrow. So or Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, that's going to be an easy game for Brooklyn. I, I think the Bucks are going to sit all their main guys. Yeah, unless they want to keep the Nets out of the playoffs. Who knows? <laughs> um, killing yeah, teams. like if if Griffin is out, Drummond's the play. Outside of that, I got nothing else that I like on Detroit. As far as the Thunder goes. I don't mind Paul George at 10K. I think Westbrook's a little bit tougher um, to get in there on the slate, um, just considering like all the studs that we have. But I don't think they're like necessities today. I do think he, he's certainly okay. Yeah, I, I like Westbrook, but like you said, I, I don't think they're necessities. I, because I, I do think Drummond – can put up Westbrook type numbers if Blake sits. Now I'm not talking about his 80 point games. I'm talking more along his 60 point games, uh, so forth and so on. So, but l- listen, Westbrook's been playing out of his mind recently. Uh, you know, I-, I-, I like Paul George as well. Uh, obviously, obviously, Paul George isn't isn't giving us the same upside as Westbrook right now. Uh, but he- he's still a safe play because all the production or most of the production comes from these two guys. So. Uh, you know, I, I don't mind them. I don't think I want to play Adams. I know Adams has been playing uh, a lot better recently, but uh, he, he's not a guy I, I really want to play here. Uh, I, I would love to play Jerry and Grant at 5,300. I still think um, he's got some meat on the bone at that price. So I, I like Jer- uh, Jeremy Grant at 5,300. But really, for me, I think, I think Westbrook will be my, my main target from this game. Yeah, I, I get playing Westbrook. I just if you live in the mid tier on this slate, I think it'd be a contrarian, um, like play everybody under ten k kind of thing. Oh yeah, because we have a lot of good plays under ten k today, and, and like it could be contrarian not to like, you know, play a three k guy and just kind of live in the mid range. So it's something I'm considering too. Memphis at Dallas. Oh buddy, will this one is going to be ugly um so both of these teams have 31 wins um so like i guess the loser of this game has a better chance for a higher draft pick so (laughs) well like i say that because here here you go will this is why i'm saying this kyle anderson is out avery bradley is out brooks is out conley is doubtful jackson is out valanchunas is out noah is questionable on the dallas side berea is out Brunson, load management, questionable. Luca, 
questionable. Darian Fantasy or DFS is Finney Smith is questionable. Hardaway is out. Load management, Dwight Powell is questionable. Um, I'm just saying I think both these teams are trying to lose this game, and this could be a game that you can get some value from, or this could be the best fade on the entire slate. Let's talk about it. Memphis side first. What are we doing with the Grizzlies? Well, I, I think even though the line right is priced at 6500 even though I still like him better than every Miami guard because I know for sure he's going to be the leader of this team. And if Dallas is going to have all those guys out, which I, I do fully expect all of them to be out along with um, – uh, Powell as well. I mean, this guy, he's shown us the upside, man. You know, he can get to 50 fantasy points at this price tag. So I really like him. Uh, I, I think people have maybe hopped off of Tyler Dorsey. I'd be willing to hop right back on in this spot. Uh, I think this is a phenomenal spot for him. Uh, Caboclo, his minutes were down. Uh, Chandler Parsons is playing about 25 minutes. Um, you know, he's pretty much been about a fantasy point a minute here recently. I don't hate it, um, you know, and then you got Rab at 5,300. Uh, I can't play him on FanDuel, but on DK at 53 in this spot, going to play about 30 minutes. I like Rab here. So Rab, Parsons, uh, Wright, and Dorsey would be my main guys. Now, Mr. Washburn played a little bit. I think he played around 25 minutes the last game. Uh, Wantanabe played about 25 minutes as well. So these guys got some minutes in, but I'm not I'm not concerned about those guys. The guys that we want to play, right? Dorsey and uh, and uh, I, Ivan or Yvonne. I, I'm going to call him Ivan. Ivan Rab. Uh, I think those are the guys we look at. Yeah. Um, again, can totally see fading this team. Um, <laughs> I disagree with you. I do like Goran Dragic more than I like Wright, but I understand why you like Wright. Um, I just, <clears throat> I know, I know Goran Dragic is going to go out and play 35 plus minutes. They have to win that game. It's a must win yeah. where Memphis wants to lose. So <laughs> that that's the only I'm with, thing. I'm with you for sure. I'm with you on that for sure. That That's the only thing. Um, but yeah, I like Rab. You know, he's certainly in play. Bruno. His price is to the point where I think I will stay away. They they played like 11 guys the other night, like all over 10 minutes or something like that. So you can be really careful with Memphis here. Um, Chandler Parsons is the other guy that I wanted to mention. Back-to-back games with 25 minutes now um, and 25 fantasy points. So, you know, you could potentially look at Chandler Parsons going back to Dallas if you like the narratives. Yeah. Um the Dallas side of things, like if Luca sits and Brunson sits, Trey Burke is the best value play on the entire slate. Oh my gosh! So, listen, this 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 is a victory lap. This is a victory lap. We were on the pod a few weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, and we talked about Trey Burke, and I was like, "Look, it's coming. If they if if Luca sits, you just need to play him." And sure enough, he sat on a weekend. And just crushed. And I think we brought that up even on Monday anyway. But the point is, just play Trey Burke. This is the value guy. If if any of these guys sit at 4,600, like, this is your value guy. He's pretty much an automatic 30 fantasy points. 
uh, with upside for more. So I, I like Trey Burke. And listen, I'm really – obviously me saying Trey Burke's an automatic 30, maybe that was a little aggressive. But I don't think it's aggressive at all. Yeah, but I – yeah, I mean he, he's he's just he's gonna crank it out, man. It's just what he does when he gets the, the minutes. So love Trey Bird. Uh Josh Jackson. I mean, I know he's been playing minutes. Maybe you squeeze him in, in this spot if if like if he's a last piece, like I don't I don't hate it. Uh and then I mean Maxi, you gotta think Maxi's gonna play 30 minutes in this game minimum, uh with, with without Powell. So he's another they guy. have the other guy too. Um Osala measuring. Yeah, yep. I, well, I mean, Maxie's been playing 25 minutes. You, I, I would think he would get 30 minutes or 28. Well, well, all right, so I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate just because yeah. I, I think this is an actual discussion that we need to talk about if Pal is out. Like, they, they do have broke off too, and, like, Dirk, yeah. like, I, I don't know. 20 minutes now. So, like, I'm just saying, like, I could see a road where Maxie doesn't play 30, but – well, if Pal sits, I think Maxi's a phenomenal play. I'm just saying, I, I see roads of Maxi's minutes kind of staying the same as what I was getting at. Right. No, I, I, yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, you can also definitely see him picking up like five to seven extra minutes, too. So, like, if, if Pal's out, Maxi's uh, certainly somebody we're looking at. Yeah. I'll, uh, good point there, Stevie. That's a real good point there. <laughs> You know what? Listen, and now, now that we're talking about it, Dirk could play. Dirk could play twenty-eight minutes in this game. Like I'm, I'm not. Even, I'm not even kidding. Like, is this, this the is, last home game for them? It's get. It's. It might not be the last one, but I mean, he's been playing. I'm yeah, looking it up now. You know what? Dirk may play twenty-eight minutes in this game, Stevie. Now that we mentioned, I mean, he's played twenty-eight against Miami, twenty-seven <laughs> at OKC. <laughs> so uh, well, well, well. We get Dwayne Wade's last home game in Miami. And then we get the, the same night we get Dirk's last home game in Dallas against uh, Phoenix. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> listen. Hopefully, hopefully, none of the websites are listening to this podcast. Do not price up Dirk on April 9th. Just just do not do it. And we'll 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 count the money. Has on Dirk it. officially announced that he's retiring yet though? I know Dwayne is done, but I don't think Dirk's actually like officially said like he's done. Dirk, don't do it, man. Just retire, and then if you still want to hang around Dallas, Mark Cuban would love to have you just sit in that arena every game. Like Bill Russell, you know, they'll give him the Bill Russell treatment. They'll let him come to every game, sit courtside, talk to the players. Just retire, Dirk, man. You've had a phenomenal career. Phenomenal. Definitely playing him against Phoenix that night, though. Oh, man, uh, yeah. <laughs> Building building my lineup for next Tuesday um, on Friday, uh, big time night before podcast. Uh, yes, Sacramento at Utah, two twenty four total here. Utah favored by ten and a half. Um, Sacramento side, nothing really going on as far as like Giles is the only guy. Um, Rubio is questionable. Neto is questionable. Exum is out. Favors is out. Corver is out. So let's start with Sacramento. What are we doing here with the Kings? Well, I mean, gosh, I, I was hoping that Bagley was going to start playing, you know, around 30 minutes or so. Uh, I, I was really hoping that's what he was going to do, man. But he's just not he, – He's they, they're keeping him in that mid-20s again. So it's a back-to-back for him. Maybe you play Fox. Maybe you play Buddy Hill. It's Utah. 
<sighs> yeah, I'm just not interested in Sacramento today. It's kind of where I'm at. Um, it's a back-to-back too, right? Yes, they're, it is. They're, they're playing. Yeah, they're they're playing Cleveland tonight. Yeah. So yeah, um, don't really see myself using Kings here unless some people start getting ruled out. Then maybe I could start looking at guys. Um, and then on the Utah side of things, like if Rubio sits, I you can make a strong argument for Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, anytime that Rubio's been out, Mitchell's been phenomenal. Oh yeah, for sure. If if Rubio's out, that's just been pretty much. Uh, a go-to Rubio out. Uh, you know, you just play Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you know, the other night they had a lot of guys sitting. They played Royce O'Neal. They played Cephalosha. You know, they played this this motley crew of guys. Um, if they happen to sit again, they even played Ekpe Udo uh, the other night as well. They played him for twelve minutes, but twelve minutes against Phoenix, he got twenty-four fantasy points. Don't. That's not going to repeat. My point is. They kind of just started throwing guys in the pot. And, um, you know, if that happens to get Sacramento here, you know, m- maybe you look at a guy like Cephalosha or Royce O'Neal, um, you know, especially if they're going to get, you know, 25, 30 minutes. They're pretty affordable. Uh, and just hope you catch an upside game from them in an up-paced game. Utah still wants to win um, as far as the playoffs um, are concerned. For what it's worth, um, they – they um, want to stay ahead of the Thunder, or yeah, the Clippers. They want to stay ahead of the Clippers, and they <coughs> they still potentially can t- catch Portland to have home court in that four five matchup. Yeah, and Portland's playing tomorrow too, so this is a big game. <coughs> oh man, choking on water. Worst thing ever. Um, all right, moving on. New Orleans at Phoenix. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yes. No total here. Drew is out. Frank Jackson is out. Miller is out and Moore is out. Aiton is out. Devin Booker is out. Johnson is out. I think that's what I wrote down. Johnson is out. Oubre is out. Warren is out. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. Tyler Johnson. Yes, he's out. Um, he went out. Oh, he's out for the season. So let's start with New Orleans. Um, <laughs> Anthony Davis is probable again. Um, I guess we could start there. This is a spot like this game is so good or so bad. Uh, this game is going to be really fun to watch and a lot of scoring for DFS, or it's just going to be absolutely ugly and it's going to stink. Yeah. Um, listen. This I almost treat this game like Atlanta game. There are going to be a lot of bodies playing in this game, but also because of injury, there won't be a lot of bodies. And that, that's kind of the interesting mix we have here. So you have a New Orleans team that's going to play Peyton, that's going to play Ian Clark. You know, they're going to play Darius Bertans a little bit. They're, they're even playing Solomon Hill 25 minutes. I don't even know if people realize that. Solomon Hill is back in our lives playing 25 minutes a game. Uh, Kerwin Williams is playing 23 minutes. Uh, you know, maybe they, they play Christian Wood. His minutes were down here recently. Um, you know, you're going to have Julius Randle playing. I think I, I would assume Randle plays 32 to 35 minutes. I don't, I don't think he'll get past 35. So you, you just got all these guys. You've got 
Uh, Okafor is going to play minutes. Diallo is going to play minutes. I don't know who I can trust outside of maybe Ian Clark and and um, and Julius Randle. Those are the only two guys right now that they've shown they they're going to give uh, minutes consistently two for thirty minutes. So I, I think those are the only two guys I look at. I don't I don't want to take shots in the dark on all these other four K guys. That that could do nothing. I do I do like Alfred Payton at seventy one. I know he kind of let everybody down against Charlotte, but the minutes were there. Uh, you know, if if we if we still think he's hurt, like I totally get it. But at seventy one hundred, I do think he has some upside against Phoenix in the spot. Narrative, narrative alert. Yeah, <laughs> people get mad when we don't mention narratives, and like I just I'm not a narrative person. Um, I do like the matchup for Elf, so I don't mind playing him. On the Phoenix side of things, obviously one of the top plays on the entire slate today is Josh Jackson. No Booker. All these guys out. Jackson's going to play minutes. But when we're looking at like the value side of this game too. Will, I know it's a 13-game slate, and it pains me to even mention this, but are we playing Are we playing Jamal Crawford today? I knew, and listen, if, if we think Jamal Crawford is going to get 30 minutes, I think we let old man crossover. I think we plug him in our lineups. They're not going to play Jimmer for dead, it looks like. They played him 22 minutes the other night against Utah. Uh, Ellie Okobo, they just do not like Ellie Okobo. Uh, he's just not getting minutes, even with all these guys out. Michael Bridges is a the guy they love, but he just has a lackluster production from slate to slate. Uh, Troy Daniels is going to play 30 minutes. He's got lackluster production as well. I think Jamal Crawford is your de facto value play from the Phoenix Suns, even over a Josh Jackson at 5,900 because of the price. Now, Josh Jackson's got the 50-point upside. I'm, I'm definitely advocating that you play Josh Jackson. But I, th- I think Jamal Crawford at 3,600, I mean, man, he's a spectacular value on this slate. And I actually don't hate Rashawn Holmes here at 6,200. I know – I think this is a spot he can get 50, bottom line. He played 38 minutes against Utah and got 35. If he gets 38 minutes against New Orleans, he's going over 50 points. You've already got my 7X play of the day, Rashawn Holmes. Fair enough. Um, you know, Bender, Bender wasn't even a vulnerable or anything the other night. They just played Holmes. So, you know, Holmes certainly has some upside in this matchup. The Battle of L.A., they got the Lakers and the Clippers. No clue what the Lakers are doing anymore. Um, the Reggie Bullock thing, very frustrating If for anybody that was considering him or playing him on Thursday night. Um, so uh, LeBron's out. We know that. Hart's out. Ball's out. All those guys are out that have been out. Bullock, we're just going to put him as questionable. Who knows what's going to happen with him. And on the Clippers side, Beverly is questionable. Are we playing anything here from the Lakers? Oh boy! Um, I I really want to I, I want to take a wait and see approach with this game because I want to see like they're getting for what it's worth. I know it's a back to back for them, but they're getting absolutely manhandled by Golden State. Like it, it's oh, a I thirty know. point game in the third quarter. Oh yeah, I know. I I, I want to see if you know what's going to happen. Maybe. Maybe JaVel McGee comes back and drops 40 for us. Uh, you know, who, who knows, man? But that, that's kind of what, what, what I want to look at after this game is over. I do think if JaVel McGee could get 30 minutes against this team, 
I, I think he could have a big game. Um, but they've got so many guys out. Uh, you know, Kyle Kuzma, I don't think they have a reason to play him at the end of the year. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't want to play KCP. I, and I, I kind of talked about this early as well. I, I think it might just be the young guys. Maybe you throw in a Caruso and hope he gets 30 minutes at the end of it all uh, because of a blowout. You know, maybe you look at something like that or maybe you play uh, uh, Wagner. Uh, or, or or maybe you play Jonathan Williams, hoping that it's such a blowout that all these guys pick up, you know, 20 to 30 minutes before the game is over and you can get some tremendous value. But that's about it for me, man. I, I'm not – I don't want to invest anything in the Lakers. Yeah, you could have just said what um, – you could just fade these guys. It's certainly okay. But I, I do agree. I, I would want to play the young guys of anything here. Uh, the Clippers side of things still technically kind of need to win this game. Um, it's kind of looking like they're going to be the sixth seed. It doesn't look like they're going to move up into the five seed. Um, it's looking like it's going to be Clippers Rockets first round, which can be a fun little series. Is there anything that we like here for the Clippers or do we start to see them kind of be careful with minutes on these guys? Oh uh, man, I, I think maybe they give it one more go. Uh, you know, maybe they get one more against an easy team. Maybe they can put their foot to the metal. Um, you know, they, they, they lost one here. They, they, they've lost one. That's kind of their, their streak right now. So maybe they try to beat the Lakers, get up to 48 and 32, and try to maybe get, you know, out of reach from, from OKC. Because if they lose this game and OKC wins, now OKC's in striking distance. And, you know, like I said, either way they're going to end up playing uh, – uh, Houston or Denver, but you know. So yeah, I, I think maybe the Clippers do this one, then maybe they take their foot their foot off the gas at the end. But I, I still don't really want to play anyone from this game. All right, Portland at Denver, two sixteen total. Denver favored by six in this game. McCollum and Nurkic are out. Denver good to go. What are we looking at here on Portland? Yeah, this is the game Portland wants to win. Uh, they could possibly. You know, if, if they keep winning, they could possibly get the home court advantage, especially if Houston takes an L, which I don't think it'll be tomorrow. But uh, Portland definitely wants to keep pace. So I still think you look at Dame. I know Dame has, has let us down a few games. Uh, you know, some of them have been blowouts. Some of them have not been blowouts. But uh, I do I do think he's a guy that you look at here. Uh, Rodney Hood, his minutes have picked up recently. Uh, maybe look at him, played 30 minutes. Didn't give us any production in 30 minutes. But maybe you look at him. Uh, for some reason, they're starting to give Evan Turner all of this garbage time running. He's picking up triple doubles. So I, I, I don't know what to make of this. I mean, it, it's just garbage time triple doubles. I, I've not, I don't know if I've ever seen this in my life, to be honest with you. Listen, uh, I just don't see – I said this the other night, but, like, I don't see him getting here in a game that should be competitive. Yeah, yeah. So these garbage time – I'm just – you know, I, I don't want to play him uh, – you, you got Harkless now. I mean, it, he should get 28 to 30 minutes. I, I don't hate Harkless. Uh, you got Cantor, who, you know, has been letting us down but has now just been destroying slates. But, I mean, this is a matchup with uh, uh, with Jokic, and I just I don't, I don't think he has the same upside. So, really, the only guy I'm probably interested in this spot is Dane. I don't mind Cantor. I don't mind Lillard. Um, Going to be careful with this game. Uh, you know, I, I do think Portland would like 
if they win this, like they just need to win, I think one more game, and they they're locked into the four seed. Um, they obviously have potential to you know still catch the Rockets and catch um, Denver. Like this is a big game because they're they're playing Denver here. I think like I I think Lillard, you see big game Lillard in this game, and this might be the last time we get to see it in the regular season because if they lose this game, you're gonna be pretty careful. Um, outside of maybe winning one more game. So I, I do like this spot a lot for Lillard. Again, a, another guy that I like under 10K. Like I, I can live in this mid to upper tier range and stay away from guys over 10K on the slate because I think there's a, a lot of upside here with Lillard. We'll not play Evan Turner. If he triple doubles again, so be it. Um, I just, he's been doing it, like you said, garbage time triple doubles. Um, Denver. What are we looking at here for the Nuggets? They want to win this game for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think it's a Jokic day. Um, friends some- don't let friends play Jokic. I know, but I, I think this is a Jokic spot. Paul Millsap's minutes have just been down. Just I, 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 I don't know what's going on there, but uh, I, I think it's a Jokic day. Uh, Jamal Murray at 6,100, I mean, right in that price point where – uh, we can just play him. So, uh, you know, I, I like him a lot. I, I think that's a, it's a good price tag for him. He's playing the minutes. Uh, so I think you look at him. Gary Harris is still playing 30 minutes, uh, still not producing. And you're still getting Will Barton playing minutes in the mid to high 20s. He's not producing. I just I think it's Jamal Murray. I think it's Jokic. Uh, and, you know, and then if you're really, really, really feeling froggy, then maybe you take a shot at Monty Morris uh, playing limited minutes, you know, low 20s, hoping you catch some upside. But it's just Murray. It's just Jokic for me. Uh, fair enough. don't really have much to add. I like Bill Barton. If you're playing large field tournaments, he has that ceiling always. Cleveland at Golden State. Um, don't really have an injury report. Both these teams on a back-to-back, so – Kevin Love will put us questionable. Tristan Thompson, it was supposed to be the first end of a back-to-back kind of thing. Um, Iguodala, it was rest. So they said he's not going to play the next two games, so he won't play in um, the Cleveland game either. And then um, maybe maybe like they sat Andrew Bogot because they want to sit Cousins on the back end of this back-to-back. Who knows? Um, I think the Warriors are going to be sitting somebody here for what it's worth. But they are blowing out the Lakers so bad. Well, they're that... sitting Boogie tomorrow. For you sure. Think they will sit Boogie? Yeah, that, they've already said that. They uh let me see. Expected to be rested. Yeah, I see that note. So yeah. um all right. So Cleveland side of things. Is there anything we're playing here for Cleveland? Oh boy. No. I'm I'm not playing anymore from Cleveland today. Not like you it. can make a, a a serious argument for fading this game, um, and and it being okay. I think you could also make an argument for Tristan Thompson sitting on the front end of a back to back. He could potentially play like twenty five to twenty eight minutes here. But again, I don't love it. Um, I really don't love anything here for the Cleveland side. Yeah, this this is an ugly game, man. So yeah, I I don't want to I I don't want to touch it. Uh, Golden State, though, Will. Um, <laughs> uh, any interest in any of these guys from Golden State, knowing that Boogie might not play? Uh, negative. 
I, I won't be playing anyone from Golden State. Full fade, full fade, full fade. Do you have Fandle up? Yes, I do. Is Quinn Cook men's salary on Fandle? Uh, let's see. Mr. Cook. I don't think he is. Oh, he's close, though. He's 3,600. That's men enough. I don't know, man. That might be a spot you could punt uh, for what it's <laughs> worth. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I really could see a game in Quinn Cook getting 20 minutes here. Um, well, we could kind of, we'll kind of have something judged off of. We, you know, they're playing right now, and we could see where Golden State ends up with minutes wise, um, with all like most of these guys sitting in the fourth quarter. But like, Quinn Cook is out there right now. He's already played ten, so if he plays the last ten minutes, he's going to be at twenty twenty minutes. So, um, could see the same thing here. So, just saying, Quinn Cook might be an interesting little like um punt play on Fanduel if this game blows out. If it doesn't blow out, you're in trouble though. <laughs> so. That's why we call them punts. <laughs> That's exactly why we call them punts, my friend. It is April 5th. It is the almost the end of basketball season, and we just got through a 13-game slate. I'm very proud of ourselves, um, patting <laughs> patting ourselves on the back for that one for sure. Um, Will, give me your favorite game to go over or under. Uh, you have a few to choose from today. There, there's okay. a few games. I don't know if you knew it or not, but there's a few games. Atlanta, Orlando. Easy. Over? Over, over, over. Yeah, I like the over in that game for sure. Um, I'm going to take the over in the Denver game. Gotcha. Uh, 216 might be a little low. Um, Favorite play under 5K to 7X. Oh, man, we got so many to choose from today. Uh, But we've also got to nail down which ones will actually play. So... I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think Lucas sits. Give me Trey Burke. All right. This guy's going to play 30 minutes, and he's going to absolutely crush the crossover. Give me Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I like it. I like JP Crawford. Um, over over 8K, not to 5X. A lot of options up here today. Who's your bust? Oh, man. So many, so many, so many. Give me Bradley Beal. <laughs> that's the right call. Yeah, that's probably cheating, but <laughs> no, it's the right, it's the right call. Like I'm gonna take Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. Bonus points if he sits. Who's your six X guy today? Oh man, easy. G- give me uh my my good friend, my good center from Phoenix. Uh, You're gonna take my guy for a second. No, 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 no. I, I I call this during the pod. Give me Rashawn Holmes, man. I like Rashawn Holmes against New Orleans. I, I think this is a smash platform. I thought you were about to say Vooch. Like I was about to say, like Will. You can't. You can't be like. I I know my Orlando Magic can officially eliminate Charlotte from the playoffs today with a win against Atlanta. But Will, you can't be taking my Vooch. Like Vooch is my guy. <laughs> I really like the 6X for Vooch here. Um, he's averaging uh, a ton of fantasy points against this team already this season. And um, could see I, – I just see Vooch having a big game here. I see him playing like 35-plus minutes if this game stays close and um, him just absolutely crushing here. He just yeah. put up 63 against this team in the middle of April, or middle of March. So, like, the upside for Vooch here is, is, is really high. For sure. 
Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here and um, you know head out for the weekend? No, man. Uh, just you can fade this slate if you like. We're running out of NBA slates, but I don't. Def- I, or you could break this slate up. You could play the turbo slate. You could play, you know, the early yeah. slate. You could play the late slate. You could break this slate up if you don't want to play all thirteen games. Yeah. And um, those late slates, you know, always have interesting like value uh, because like people just don't play those slates. So you could, you know, potentially gain an edge or something. So certainly don't mind that. But um, ready, ready for uh, basketball. Um, next week is going to be crazy. There's like Tuesday and Wednesday next week. There's a ton of games both days. There's no basketball on Monday. We'll be talking baseball on Monday. Um, so excited to talk baseball on Monday. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys on Monday. <laughs>